Our sponsor today on Drinking with Authors is Skunk Brothers Spirits. Skunk Brothers Spirits was started by a family of disabled veterans focused on locally sourced quality distilled spirits. Their name was inspired by their pops, who was nicknamed Skunk. Skunk's father was a moonshiner in Oregon back when it wasn't exactly legal. Now the brothers are taking the family business legal with their Washington-based team using their grandfather's Prohibition-era moonshine recipe to bring small batch spirits to the gorge and beyond. From the moonshine corn whiskey to the apple pie brandy, all of their spirits are handmade in Washington. Believing they already have the best ingredients in the local community, they work with local farmers and suppliers to produce the highest quality spirits from scratch. You can find them on Facebook at Skunk Brothers and on Twitter at Skunk Bros Inc. Or visit their site www.skunkbrothersspirits.com and use coupon code DWA10 at checkout to read 10% off your order. You can always also ask your local retailer to start stocking Skunk Brother Spirits. Regardless of how you get your hands on a bottle or two, grab a drink and don't forget to get skunked. This podcast contains potentially adult language, adult themes, definitely drinking, and possibly sexual context. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Drinking with Walter, the literary briefs edition. That means we're all in our underwear, which is a good thing. totally kidding. Well, I might not be kidding. Some of us might be in our underwear. Was I not supposed to be in my underwear this whole time? Because this is awkward. Yes, the whole time. It's in the show notes, just in case anyone's <laughs> wondering when I send it out. You need to be in your underwear. Oh, I don't read. Uh, you know what? Class. If I told you how many people ask me questions when I give the info sheet, just to be honest, I'm like, wow. It's a way to ferret out who <laughs> shouldn't be on the show. I'm like, you can't read past first sentence. Go you. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> I am your host, Erica Lance. My co host today is CR Rice, and our amazing guest is Travis Ritchie. Woo! Be amazed. The be amazing, amazing. Travis uh, Ritchie. Wow. I know with all the fancy names, I you should go back and listen. I told her I'm getting a business card that has all the ridiculous things that she calls me. You know, and it's that's just great. Kind of, it's amazing. Yeah. Listen, I'm trying to do the plug for the sponsor, and you're interrupting oh, that's it. That's right. Skunk Brothers, Who's guys, the sponsor? get it. It's amazing. Who, Skunk Brothers. Who is it, CR? It is Skunk Brothers Spru- Spirits. It is Skunk amazing. Brothers Brewery. Oh, I actually have. I no, love them. Skunk Brothers Spirits. I have an order Spirit. actually on the way. I have an alert that is supposed to be delivered on Friday. Yeah. Do they have a promo code I can use or something? Oh my gosh, they do. It's DWA10. You get 10% cool. off of your order. You need to just go with nice. it. It is fantastic. Yeah. Nice. Uh, you guys are. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for that. We didn't knock my lawn, you damn kids. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, just kidding. Okay, so this is um the rapid fire questions. Travis, are you ready? Oh wait, we got to talk about what we're drinking. You've totally thrown me off from this. Okay, with our little improv. Drinking with authors swag. I have gin and juice, which is actually literally just gin and grapefruit juice. It's not what gin and juice is supposed to be. I wish it was as cool as the song, and it's not. Um, it's it's not oh. bad though. It's been kind of favorable to me, and I only have a little bit left, which is probably a good thing. Cr, what are you drinking? I mean, this is like my third refill, and I'm starting to feel some type of way. Um, this is rum and spice rum and coke because everybody knows I love Captain. Ooh. So yes, to get fancy with it. No. When I drink, it's it's usually a rum and pineapple. Um, yes, but the but, pineapple uh, after a while, your tongue goes numb. No, I don't have that much. Numb. It's I I'll, oh, I'll never I almost never do more than one <laughs> glass of something. Uh, I don't drink a whole lot, which is why today uh, I've already finished my iced coffee. So I'm finishing off my Huel, which is essentially my lunch. It's a uh, drinkable shake, um, and this is a uh, mixed flavors. So this is a pine. Uh, no, no, not pineapple. Banana and vanilla flavored shake. It's really good. 
How? I hate pink vanilla, though. Doesn't it? It tastes like a candle anytime I have okay. something like that. You know what? It's not pink vanilla. Going, we're going to rapid fire questions, not your okay. candle obsession. Pink banana. <laughs> okay, Travis, what Wait, is Travis, get ready. You are going to be fired off this podcast, and I'm going to have Thor replace you. You would <laughs> never. Uh, no, I wouldn't. Tear will replace you. Um, so, <laughs> uh, Travis, what is your favorite book of all time? Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. 100%. It has informed all of my writing throughout my life. We, uh, I, the, the screensaver on my phone has been Don't Panic for my entire smartphone existence. Um, well, whatever and, you just uh, yeah. said caused our co-host to leave, so that was either so, good or bad. No, oh, she's um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is a, is a huge thing in um, my household for, for sentimental reasons. So we got the limited edition Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Cool. It's wow, super awesome. the ultimate. That's all five books? Yes. All I in had, one. It's I had the, super amazing. I had the leather-bound one that was um, when book four had come out, and it was book four in the increasingly inaccurately named Hitchhiker's Trilogy. And yes. then uh, when Don't Panic came out, my dad went to um, uh, the bookstore that Douglas Adams was going to in, in Madison, Wisconsin, and got an autograph and Douglas wrote this wonderful little like paragraph almost of like Travis I'm so sorry we didn't see you at the signing I know how big a fan you are oh you're gonna one up me all right because I got some I got it well it's a good thing we're being brief about this yeah all right but I mean if we're going okay we're going hard okay what this is the original Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy game. Wow. <laughs> no lie. Okay, you ready? Yes. Floppy. Whoa. Five and a quarter inch floppy disk. It came with what? a floppy disk. It has a little uh, microscopic space fleet. <laughs> oh, neat. I'm sure it, it does. It has little glasses. That, that okay. Glasses. Okay. And it, it has, um, it tells you, um, and, and it comes with an order of destruction. Of course, of course. Oh, wow. It's vital. Yeah, no, this That's thing I've great. had for so many years, and it tells you on your IBM personal computer what you need in order to play this game. Uh-huh. That's intense. Do you need a whole two, megabyte, two megabytes of RAM? It, it, you do actually legitimately need <laughs> actually 48K of RAM. Wow. Okay. Yes. I don't know how we can process that nowadays. What you I need is we're... an IBM personal computer, 48K megabytes of RAM, one five and a quarter inch disk drive, and any IBM compatible display, 80 or 40 columns. All right. You got me beat, but next time we pull out Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, I got you. We'll have another I book. I don't Okay, know. so the other thing, I mean, as long as we're going down this uh, super brief path, um, do you, uh, <laughs> did you guys read uh, the, uh, the Princess Bride, the book? Yes. Uh, I written, it. Uh, I actually just got it. By S. Morgenstern, uh, but the good parts version, which was from uh, William Goldman. Um, so there's a part in there. The whole book is so great because William Goldman will like cut out like whole sections of the original book that are too boring to 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 include like the whole thing about preparing for the wedding and there's a part where it says if you want to read this chapter about how they're preparing for the wedding and picking out the linens and and you know all that stuff write to us and we'll send it to you and so my parents wrote to them and got a letter back from the publisher some sort of form letter I don't know but it's an, okay, it's a really delightful little cool. thing a little, it's like interactive, uh, interactive reading from the eighties. And um, I don't know, that, that was a close second for me. Um, and that the never ending awesome. story. Sorry, I'm going off topic. No, um, wait, the never ending story was a book. Okay. I have, oh, I have, yes it was. Oh yeah, no, it was. Right, I'm adding so, it to my list. Hold on, continue The with never questions. ending story written in two, uh, published in two different colors. One color to represent all the stuff that happens in our world and it switches to like red ink when it's uh all the stuff that's happening in fantasia and uh oh it's 
it's beautiful. And every chapter begins with the successive letter of the alphabet. So chapter one is A, chapter two is B, all through the end. Yeah, so it's a great sweet book. deal. I just spent a fortune buying I, one. I um, was uh, in school with Baron Oliver at the time, and me and him used to play sort of Dungeons and Dragons when we were in elementary school, wow. and he disappeared for a few months. And when he showed back up, he was like, oh, yeah, no, I was doing a movie. And we just went right <laughs> back into playing this game we would play all the time together. It was very like, you know, at the time, whatever. Wow. And then it came out, and I was like, yeah, I just I had kind of a really bro. You were just kind a, of doing a movie when I was no a big kid. Deal. Yeah, because he did, and then he did Daryl, which was also amazing. And I just was rewatching uh, Night Rider, which was my favorite show as a kid. And he randomly I pops up Rider. as like a little guest star character on Night Rider as a kid. So I went to camp Lucky at a camp called Camp Get You Dirty in Griffith <laughs> Park. True story, and. Um, they were filming Knight Rider. So we got to meet David Hasselhoff when I was like no. 10 years old. And we got to go in the kit car. What was really funny is they have no. a kit car and all he has are all these post-it notes with his lines all over the kit car. And he didn't wow. drive it. They, you know, they pulled it around. So there was like this entire thing that I realized uh, it was shattered. It was it shattered. It shattered your illusions. Yep. Yep. I don't know. I don't know freeze? what did that for me. Yeah. She just froze with her mouth. That's cool. Oh, you just froze with your mouth. You're like this. Yeah. Oh, I apparently thought, you, I my thought that was an extended, stable. like unbelievable take. No, it kind of is, but um, thunder just shook my house. So if I happen to disappear, oh, just know. Oh, you're having a thunderstorm. Yes. We okay. had lightning here in LA last night, which was kind of a rare thing. Uh, are we supposed to have more questions or is it just the one? Yes, we, no, we, we have more. We, we've not gotten this sidetracked in a while. Okay, the next question I want to ask you is um, what is the least favorite book you've ever read? Oh, gosh. Um, well, so I don't finish books that I don't like. Uh, oh, um, and that's an interesting thing. Like you could say, because I tried to read Twilight and couldn't get past the first chapter, um, but I didn't want to get past the first chapter. I think the book that maybe um, hurt my heart the most was um, the second book in the second trilogy from um, Thomas Covenant, The Unbeliever by Stephen R. Donaldson. Um, I read that series. It's a very, it's very like Lord of the Ringsy type thing where this earth man uh, who has leprosy gets transported into the land and suddenly he is uh he has a white gold ring that gives him power and he is chosen to combat the 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 sauron type evil villain um and the first trilogy is great it's like it's great and then he did a second trilogy and the first book is great and then they leave the land and they're going across the ocean in this granite boat that is operated by giants or something. And I tried to read that book three times and I couldn't get through it. That was diligent of and, you. What's that? I said that was very diligent of you to do that. I would not have attempted I don't it like giving times. up thing. I don't, I, yeah, I don't like quitting, but uh, that was, oof, that one still, uh, that's my white whale. What is your, um, favorite book that was turned in what sorry let me rephrase the question with question <laughs> in my brain what movie or tv series did incredible mm. justice to the book do you think like did it well Ooh, justice to the book is a different question than a good quality movie no because there's a separate um, question after this one that goes over that so what what do you okay, think justice they took the book justice to the they book did justice to the book in the movie I've got it. Uh, the Green Mile. Oh, yes. Uh, directed by Frank Darabont, based on Stephen King's serialized novel. Very cool. Which okay. I had all all six parts too. Yes, I can. Yeah, because I think it's it's accurate to the book, and it's also just a beautiful movie. It's a beautiful book. Both of them are gorgeous. They stand alone, but they also complement each other in a perfect way. The they don't change the ending. 
uh, like a couple of my other options, like The Mist is another great movie from the, <laughs> from the short story, but they changed the ending to, for the better, but it's not, doesn't do justice to the, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. I, I do, which. I'm a big Stephen King fan. Um, he's, if that's going to be your, one of your questions, he's my favorite. No, not author. at all. Um, my next question actually is, where do you think they did a better, <laughs> don't, don't enrage the co-host. She did, don't bring up the hobby <laughs> either. Okay. Um, so where do you think they did a better job with the movie than the book? Well, um, I just answered that kind of with the mist. Um, and the, 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 the short story is amazing. The short story gave me nightmares, but they changed the ending in the, in the movie. And it's even Stephen King said this ending is, I wish I'd thought of it because it is kind of, it's messed it, up. It, it, it's messed up. And, uh, and Stephen King sometimes tries as a horror writer. I don't put happy endings in my stories because I think when somebody goes through a lot of the stuff people in, but sometimes really? Stephen King gets very excited about trying to put somewhat of a happy ending on things. Yeah. And I'm like, when they go through this stuff, there's no way somebody comes out of the shit they go through in a Stephen King book and is anywhere close to fine. Like, wow. It's, it's okay. No, but, 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 but that's not what he's asking either. Do, Huh? But like, sure, you can fake that. The only thing I can think of, like, so I, I never really read Stephen Craig. I read, I think it was Blood Rose or something like that. Fucking traumatized me as a nine-year-old kid. Whichever one with like, it was basically like enough, but like the, the dude hunted the girl down. Yeah, at nine years old, I was pretty much good with Stephen King. But like, oh. it's one of those, when you go through enough trauma, like there's no way, sure you can fake a smile and do whatever, but like some of those movies that I have gone back or those books that I've gone back and read now, like Erica said, there's no way you just come out of it. And it's like, you know, a month later, you know, they're smiling, happy, yeah. it's all honky dory. But I don't like, there's think- There's no fucking way. But I don't think Stephen King does happy in that way. He, his characters aren't unchanged by the experience. They are- often scarred and and horribly so but it's a hero's journey which i'm a very big fan of um where they do they do win in some way um and what i really hate is a nihilistic ending like uh the road no can't stand that that ending um and uh or as a movie uh wolf puncher um the gray uh the horrible ending to me, you should not but read my stuff then. Do not I read guess Erica's not. Stuff. Fair is, warning. No. You know what? I, I think I remember hearing on about the actual books. I, I literally. I feel. I feel like I, I listened to another podcast of uh, one of the other episodes where you talked about that, and I remember talking that. Yeah. No. I, I warn people. It's. It's. Uh, you know, my favorite review was I. Erica Lance is an author that wants to punch you in the fucking face. That was literally one of my favorite reviews. Yeah. That sums it up. If anybody's okay. watching this for me, my stuff generally has uh, happily ever not after. a happy ending, but like it's not necessarily happily ever after, but it's a win. It's a you know, it's a I, I'm very much journey. along that hero's journey. Yeah. Yep, I'm very um, much on that path. So, what was did I ask? My yes, I did. You said the miss. Okay, go ahead, Chelsea. It's fine. I'm. It's fine. okay. So, if you could be any mythological creature, who would you be? I have some quick ones. Uh, did you say creature or character? Creature. Creature. Any mythological creature. Hmm. Oh gosh, I love me a dragon. Um, what type of dragon? What type of dragon? I'm thinking um, uh, a classic British uh, smog or um, you know something along the okay. big and you know able to talk um, or but also fly. You know, so like transformative, I love a dragon. like transformative, like you can go from like a humanoid figure to like a dragon or like full on nope, dragon. That's just a dragon. Are you giving me that option? Because yes, I'll do that. But yeah. if okay. I had to choose. Dragon. But we, I if never I specified. Choose, so like you can be a transformative I'm just saying. Oh, touche. Travis I feel like that's a cheat open. though. If you can, if you can transform that, that allows you to choose multiple, uh, multiple choices, yeah. but you know, no, yeah, no, I think no. You can me, only transform uh, into a dragon. Like you can, but either you can be... still be a human. Yeah. Yes. Okay. 
Yeah, no, I think I think Dungeons and Dragons type dragon. It's just I'm going to disallow that option from 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 the question for myself and choose dragon. All right. If you is there anything that you have done you would put on your anti bucket list? Something you will you have done, but yeah, anti bucket. Wait, 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 wait. I I don't understand the question. Okay, so anti bucket means you never want to do it again. You've already done it, but you never want to do it again. Oh, does sex with women count? Yes, that can count. Um, uh, I mean, I love adventure and I love exploring. Yeah, so I mean, I think anything else, uh, anything else that I've done that's been on my bucket list, I would absolutely probably do again. Um, I'm, I can't think of a thing that I wouldn't, other than probably I'll never have sex with women again. I mean, everybody's always like high school. I'll never do high school again. Or I, I never want to go to whatever state again. But like the genuine, honest answer, I appreciate it. I like it. Well, I think it's hard for people to necessarily, I think a lot of people um, don't necessarily carry the trauma experiences with them or the uncomfortable experiences with them. Like, Ooh, they yeah, never I'm very much a, um... for a ride ever again. Like, you know, yeah. when I take my grandbaby to Disney World, I'm not waiting in line. I'm fast passing it or not. You're fast like, passing. I see parents wait in line for 180 yes. minutes to get on the Snow White line. No. And I'm like, that is just sheer insanity. First of all, no child yeah, has ever have... been to do that. Everybody always says yeah. I'm super spoiled because if I want to do something like like you said go to to go to a theme park, I spring the extra whatever because you know what you're paying a fucking fortune to get in there anyways. You might as well be able to enjoy it. Like that's definitely one of those things. No. Yeah, I I, I I feel like I didn't like of the things that you do. Like I I I liked sex with women just fine. So if you, if you're talking about things that are not the things you didn't like doing but you'll never do it again. That's a different thing for me. I, 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 okay, I misunderstood so anti-bucket list. What is that one? I don't know. I mean, um, uh, have a stepfather who beats me. I don't know. Yeah. Like, no, see, that's ooh, that one's dark. That one's dark. That one's dark, Travis. Very dark. dark. All right. Chelsea, pull it back. Pull it back. <laughs> okay. If you found a million dollars in the middle of nowhere, you're go- you say you go on hikes, right? You're on a hike. Yeah. Nobody is with you. Nobody is around. You find a million dollars in a super sketchy duffel bag. What do you do with it? Uh, so the first thing I do is uh, make sure my mom has internet um, on her farm and, and help her fix up anything that she has to do on her farm. Uh, I make sure she's self-reliant. She has solar panels. Uh, her, her She's off the grid if she needs to be, but she's connected to the internet. Um, and uh, with what's left, I make my inspector's FaceTime movie. I, I like love it. it. I like it. I like it a do you lot. Do another one? You want me to keep going, Erica? Uh, you're kind of on a roll, but let's not go dark again. Like you need okay. to, you need okay. to pull it back. Like you're in a timeout from darkness. If you could be any main character, but you have to live their life story, who would you be? And I feel like I just fucked up. <laughs> any main character, but I have to live their entire life story. Main character. Yes. Um, Hmm. 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 Um, uh, oof. This is, uh, this is good. Uh, there's so many options. I want to say, um, oh man, my brain is going through so many different ones. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Luke Skywalker. Wow! Ooh. Wow! Okay. Ooh. <laughs> I like all right. Okay, I have a Skywalker theory that you brought this up. First of all, nobody's mm-hmm. ever said that on this show, so well done. No. But okay. I had this entire. He was my first hero. That um, the Skywalkers like have absolutely some forms of mental illness that cause them to all react the exact same way in situations when they're male. If you look at the way they react. Called narcissism. Yeah, it's this whole, if you look at the way Kylo Ren reacts, like Han Solo, like, not Han Solo, um, Luke Skywalker, 
Kylo Ren. Like how the males react. They throw temper tantrums. Like they well, it's this- probably based off of the fact that they have a really shitty role model and well, they constantly the get berated. Like that's not the point. It's so funny. I was well, like no, no parent, no parent parental, you know, model is is a tough thing to deal with. Well, you, you know, say I mean, that except for he had Uncle Ben and Aunt. Baru. Oh my god! But they weren't yeah. really. Um, but they, they weren't real. They were figures. always the adopted. Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes but they were more caretakers than, than parents. Yeah, I'm just saying though, all of these characters, even. You know, it's just interesting to me because they all do the same thing and you kind of go, the Skywalkers are a little interesting, like they're the heroes, but you go, huh, they're kind of, they're a little interesting though. They're a little interesting in this whole hero behavioral pattern, you know, speaking about- Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Everybody needs a little toxicity to them. Because they're both magic, but- Which character Harry Potter? Like Harry Potter himself? Harry Potter himself, yeah, yeah. Well, he's a he lead character. He was so, so crappy, though. He was a terrible human being. He was he like reliant a great friend. on his friends. I would have. Yeah, no, that's why. That's why I didn't choose him. Time. And I, I want to be magic, and I want to oh, ride a dragon, but I also I want a laser sword. So. Yeah, you know what? I'm all okay. Okay, there's a new story idea. I like it. So you gotta you gotta mash them together. Magic and laser swords. They're practically already the same. No, no, they Star Wars is already space wizards. Yeah, but like, can you imagine just incorporating those like space wizard school camp extraordinaire? And, and then, uh, yeah, I guess we could do a Jedi school, like, you know, but oof. It'd be okay, rough. Okay, so, so what about your favorite? Who would you like to be your sidekick as yeah. a character? Oh, oh wow, interesting. Okay, sidekick character. Um, can they be a main character? Yeah, no, sure. it's just who you want as your sidekick. Uh, I want uh, I want the eleventh Doctor to be my sidekick. Oh. Yeah. Oh, he was the good one. Okay, okay. David Tennant. David Tennant, yep. Doctor Who. I like, I like it. it. I like All right, Eric. Okay. Oh, what part would you have liked to have played? Uh, uh, so you, you see what I just uh, there, did you there? There you go. I did. That was good. There are a few. There are a few of those. Like the the I almost. I almost had it. My one of the first parts I yearned for was uh as was Tom Paris in in Star Trek Voyager like I was a little too young but I was like I could do that like you know the the bad the bad boy passed and he's like but he's uh oops sorry I can fix this um my battery just ran out um I was gonna say and now there's no webcam but that's okay no, I'm still here but I just gotta switch <laughs> over to my uh I just gotta switch over to my less exciting camera um so uh my uh what was i saying what was the question you were on voyager that was a role yeah. That you oh yeah yeah so, exactly. so i was thinking tom paris but my first acting success was when i um got an audition and a callback for lex luther on smallville oh I no because loved... i loved him i would have been so sad i did too I loved he did a him. great job <laughs> he did an amazing job but I would have loved to have played that role. Absolutely. In an alternate universe, I wish, I hope you got that role, but I love him. Like Michael Rosenbaum, I Great. still follow him. I'm one of those weird people. Yeah, me too. I don't know what, it, fucking love that man. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. He's great. But God, I wanted to have, uh, I wanted to have uh, John Glover as my father, uh, play my father uh, on something. Yeah. How amazing would that have been? Oh, wow. Yeah, That's super fun. Okay. okay. So what is your favorite weird food combination? Uh, a fried peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So it's like, like grilled cheese. It's like a grilled out. cheese, yeah. but with peanut butter and jelly. And so you've got to do it with, uh, with good bread, like that multigrain uh, bread from Costco, um, a okay. natural peanut butter, 
um, a natural, like maybe, maybe chunky, but it doesn't need to be chunky and a good, like, you know, Kirkland preserves, like not too sweet, not smuckers or something, but a good strawberry jam or preserves. And then you put butter on the side, butter on the top and bottom, you fry it up. The, the peanut butter gets gooey. Uh, and then okay. you just, you have a big glass of milk and some chips on the side. It's the best. You so know one what? good thing I my stepfather like ever I did for me. That one. I feel like I could do that one tomorrow. You could do that one tomorrow. We get some weird food combinations. We made a list. So eventually we're going to sit down and do a recording of us eating some of these weird food combinations. We might die. Yes. It could happen, right? Some I know of them that minimally terrifying. we could get sick from this entire activity. There's a couple we're passing on because one of the people said fish eyes. I'm not doing ooh, it. Ooh. Baked. Can't fucking paint. It was no. baked. It was, they were baked fish eyes. Yeah, it's the whole fish. And then she just takes the little fork and she stabs it in and she just like plop out and then eats. Nope. Yeah, I'd probably I'm, try I'm, it. <laughs> that is so awesome. Scared. That is awesome. He wants okay. fish eyes. So do you, what kind of books do you prefer? Do you prefer paper books or Kindle uh, or audio book? Where are you at? Yep. Yep. Uh, I am, I am full into the, uh, the digital media thing. I, I stream all my movies. I get digital books. Um, so I, what's funny is I used to be a voracious reader. And um, when I got my iPhone 3GS, I found that as soon as I had a device that could watch Netflix in bed, I wasn't reading anymore. And so uh, I was like, how am I going to get my reading back? It, it distressed me. And so I thought, if I make reading more convenient, maybe that'll help. So I bought a Kindle Paperwhite, like the first edition of it. And, um, and I enjoyed the experience so much that I started reading again. And um, like, I used to be the guy who would take, like, I was reading the Dark Tower books, the last couple books in the Dark Tower series, on the treadmill at the gym, like the hardcover book in front of me that is awkward as hell but if you can then do it if you can do it on a kindle and just lean it and not touch it and just touch it when you need to turn the page that was that does it for me see i did the same thing not with the dark tower but and then i got into audiobooks and then i was like i don't actually even have to carry jack shit with me besides my phone which we carry anyway because yes. i now think we're all tied to you it. like I, the audiobooks yeah i i actually i do and i find myself following the narrators too and what other stuff they read like sure. you know you talk yeah, about good narrators Hackney. are great yeah i am a huge fan of will wheaton's books when he narrates oh books, interesting i'm a huge fan of his books um and i will say there is the gentleman and i cannot think of his name who narrated the book you which he did such a great job like the netflix series so i've read the book i've listened to the audiobook and i've watched the netflix series and they did a really good job like patch bakley did i say that right he did a brilliant job with this character but that book is written completely in the first person like it is completely oh. just him talking about what happens and everything and it's brilliant if you like just from a writing standpoint that is very hard to do because it's not what other people think of him. It's what he thinks other people are thinking right. of him and how they're reacting. Hunger Games did that and it kind of threw me off a little bit, um, but I liked it. And then now in the most recent Hunger Games book, the one that's the, uh, the President Snow prequel, it's in ah, the third person. Oh again. no, I have headphones in. <laughs> yeah, no, it's in the third person. I will say I haven't read it yet. Interested huh. in that movie? I'm not ruining anything. And who they cast huh? as the female lead in that movie is going to be brilliant. Because oh yeah, yeah, I think, and you know, because they're making it into a movie. I actually think Hunger Games is one that comes up a lot for good book to movie transitionatory thing. Because yes. yeah. Well, the first, so I'll tell you, I had not read Hunger Games, but I saw the movie and, and liked it. And then the second movie came out and I was like, how are they going to do a sequel? Like, it's going to be the same thing over again, but how are they, obviously has to have Katniss. So how are they going to finagle that? And I saw the movie and I was like, oh, this is great. And then the end of the movie happens and you're like, oh my God, this is a much bigger world that we've suddenly just broken into. Um, 
I loved it. And I had to know what happened next immediately. So I went out and read the whole trilogy. And then I was very disappointed in the last two movies because I didn't think they think, gave justice see, to the last book. I think they did a great job because there's only so much. That's one of those weird things. So I read The Hunger Games when I was like a sophomore in high school. I actually got suspended for doing my book report on The Hunger Games because I was inciting issues in my classroom. Ironic, I know. What? Yeah, I was inciting issues, but I got suspended a lot. But it was one of those, I think for what they, you can't, you can never take an entire book and, and turn it into a movie. You can't do it. It's the same thing with like, the, if you write a book off of a movie, it'll be completely different, even if you follow the storyline, because there are certain artistic liberties you have to take either or. And I think they did a fantastic sure. job encompassing the important parts of, of the book, because in books, you do those stupid little things. Well, it's you know everybody that followed the story that was being told. And I, right. I, I know what you're talking about, because there's so much, but it's true in any book. Like, if you take even... When you make Inspector, not if, when you make Inspector Space Time the movie and you're doing this book, even if it's similar, for instance, right, to what you're going to do, there's so much more world in a book because to your point, we write a screenplay, it's 120 pages long, but it's only like 12,000 words. Maybe, really? maybe, depending on how dialogue yeah. heavy the screenplay is, right? Yeah, you, there's and 120 a lot pages is a long screenplay these days too. Yeah, it's true, right? And a lot of stuff is told in episodic format. I think we're getting so used to being told things in episodic format. So, which I think is great, actually. I'm a huge fan of it. But, you know, it's interesting because I'll even talk to people when writing screenplays and stuff and this whole world they're building, which was what I, look at, I'm about to circle back to what I said in the beginning about this, is, <laughs> you know, it's great if you have this whole world you can play in but you have to pick a story or a couple of stories maybe and tell them. Like if you look at the Harry Potter series, right? There's nothing really about the liberation of the elves, right? Or the house elves, right? Which was a huge part of the, several of those books was this whole thing Hermione was doing with the liberation of the house elves and how that affected everything when they started to be liberated and they started to revolt and blah, 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 right? Because it changed a whole societal thing in Harry Potter. But it's brushed on with Dobby being given a sock. Like, that's it. That's the only point that it's discussed there, right? Mm -hmm. So I think yeah. that you, when they, to me, they, it's kind of also like, I look at Jurassic Park, right? I listened recently, no, now it's months ago. Yes, you tried to me, yes, I'm familiar. Well, they, they had a choice in <laughs> Jurassic Park to make it either a kid's movie, which is what they did. They changed dinosaurs to be a kid's movie, right? If you read those books, these are not kids' books. They're not, it's not a kid's story. It's not young adults. It's actually kind of horrific what happens on that island, what happens Oh yeah, before. everybody dies. Yeah, literally almost everybody dies. The dinosaurs Ian, are already Ian off Ian Malcolm and Hammond don't survive that first book. No, which is one of the things that pissed me off so much about the sequel Lost World. The book was written as a sequel to the movie rather than a sequel to his own book, which made me so mad. Agreed. Agreed. And then don't get me started with the other movies and stuff. But like there was a pivotal choice when that was coming out, because I remember going to the theater and this for those listening that don't know this, there wasn't like this whole interweb. You couldn't get a, like all of this information about it. You saw a few TV shows about what they were making, but I was like, I had read the book. I heard it was coming out. I read the book. I'm like, people are bringing their kids to the movie theater and I'm going, what the fuck are they doing? Like they shouldn't have children. And because I thought they're going to like, this gets bloody, it gets bad. And almost everybody dies. Like, why are you bringing children to this? This is a really a happy ending. Then I watched it and I went, oh, okay. They use like six pages, but they made a really good movie. So I think when it comes to doing that, you have to pick, pick the parts that will work. And that might not be your favorite part of the story. Yeah. In fiction, I always say that books, movies, um, to shows it's always fan fiction because that's what it comes down to you're never going to completely capture a book into a movie 
you're not going to do it or a show. It doesn't matter what you do. This is a true story. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, that's true. And I am adding stuff to the, it's funny, I'm adding stuff to the Inspector Chronicles book um, that's not in the movie, just because we have the option to go a little deeper with more information and um, more world building. So it's, it's not something I intended to do. I, I really kind of intended it to be much more of a, of a straight adaptation, but um, it's turning into more than that, which I'm really happy about. Well, that is awesome. That's going to be exciting. Now I'm gonna, I am going to go watch a episode. Okay, Chelsea, you get the final question. All right. What is your guilty pleasure? Hmm. Uh, in, 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 in any particular way, is there, are we talking about pop culture? Or are we talking about just in, in just life? something fun you like I don't to know, do. Just off the top of my head, what's your guilty pleasure? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think, I think, ah, no, that's not it either. I was going to say masturbation, but I, I, it's not guilty at all. Uh, I, uh, I'm very sex positive. Uh, it's a nice thing about being in LA and being with a group of other, you know, gay guys and like, and being with a friend group, uh, who is all very like out and proud. And, um, I, I mean, like I'm trying very hard to eat healthy. So like at this point, ice cream and I have okay, chocolate, but what kind of like, ice cream? it What's doesn't matter anything. My favorite ice cream is uh, Briar's mint chocolate chip. Uh, I cannot resist it. No, if Chelsea, it's you have to be nice. You ask questions. Oh, I mean, yes, you that is that is nice. lovely. I forgot. I'm supposed to. What be don't you like about it? You don't like the mint. You don't like the chocolate chip. I don't like the mint. It reminds me of toothpaste. I always so when I was a kid, we always had That's mint toothpaste. That's because it's real mint. Like the 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 crappy mint toothpaste that was like just mint and like baking yeah. soda and like anytime i smell mint chocolate chip like i can't do it <laughs> interesting but that that's one of the things i like about briars though is that they use real mint um and they really you know, it's, it's i love it kind of yeah. like the andy's they, mints no no andy's mints are not real <laughs> look at the ingredients on one of those okay uh, i just brought a box of those recently and i was them. disappointed they're, okay, they're negative. tasty nancy I'd... what's your favorite ice cream flavor mine rocky road with marshmallows yes. in ice cream? Have you ever had fish food? Listen, I live on sweets. 90% of my diet is sweets. If you've ever had like Ben and Jerry's, like fish food, it's marshmallows, caramel, I've... chocolate ice cream, chocolate chunks. Freaking amazing. It blew my mind. But yeah, that uh, and Cherry I do. Garcia. I, 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 I just had Cherry Garcia yesterday because at work, they have these little <laughs> teeny cups that I can take and I can at craft services and I can be like, I'll just yeah. take a little ice cream, please. And I, I put it in my fridge at home or my freezer and it lasts a couple hours until I'm like, oh, I have that ice cream. Um, but Americone, Stephen Colbert's Americone Dream from Ben Jerry's is really good too. Much better than, um, than the, the other uh, late night host. I can't remember what it is, Jimmy Kimmel or something? Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel's got Jimmy okay. Fallon? What, Jimmy yeah. No, it's anyway. Jimmy Fallon, yeah. Um, I uh, have an One ice cream that's my favorite that was at my aunt's ice cream shop in Wisconsin, and I've only ever found it at one restaurant in their dessert room, which is Burns in Tampa, Florida. It's called Peach Melba, and it's vanilla ice cream with peaches and raspberries, and it is fucking amazing, but I have that literally sounds great. never found it in an ice cream oh, shop. Sounds like the kind of thing... Did you I'm ever have ice cream? Uh, you, you're from Wisconsin. Where did you get your ice cream in Wisconsin? Well, it was called the Red Geranium was my aunt's ice cream shop. I don't know where they, she actually got her ice cream, but I actually got to take, um, when I was a freshman, I got to take the senior elective classes and I did Wisconsin history and we made ice cream sundaes because that's where ice cream sundaes, quote unquote, were invented. So really? very useful um, information in okay. this class. Like we're not actually going to learn about that. how that was stolen from the Indians, but we will learn about <laughs> ice cream sundaes. Possibly. My mom used to take me to uh, Babcock Hall in uh, at the University of Wisconsin Madison, and uh, what they would do is they had their own like cows as part of their agriculture, whatever, and they'd have the cows and the milk and whatever, but they'd use the milk fat from the cows 
And it was like this very, like most ice cream is made with like 4% milk fat or something. This ice cream was made with like 8% milk fat. And so it was very creamy and very decadent. And uh, I just, so shout out to Babcock Hall. If you ever are in Madison, Wisconsin, hit, hit up down the end of State Street. I will have to check that out because they might have peach melba. I'm on a hunt, but it I'm sounds, that's, what, that, that's what made me think of it. This hunt has gone on for over 35 years and I haven't found wow. it again. So wow. yeah, it's, it's quite devastating. I would like somebody to make, people are always like, just go to like the Cold Stone and have them make no, it. No, I'll like, make you some. I can duplicate just about anything. I got you, Erica. Okay. I'm, I'm going to put faith in you, Chelsea, because it's I been a you. devastating thing. That's on my bucket list. Well, and now you can get those ice cream machines now where you can make ice cream at home pretty cheaply. Um, yeah. You know, I it's just, probably bad I, for the planet, but. Yeah, actually, it probably is. I compost. I'm good for the planet. Okay. We're going to wrap up. <laughs> Travis, talk about your book and where to find you. Uh, so I am, uh, uh, my book is on Amazon right now in uh, Kindle and paperback. Uh, it's search, you search for Decimus, D-E-C-I-M-U-S, uh, Vampires, you'll find it. It's called Decimus, The Vampire's Curse. And um, uh, you can find me at the Travis Ritchie on Instagram and Twitter, but Twitter is mainly reposting my Instagram. And um, my favorite social media, oops, sorry. My favorite social media is uh, YouTube uh, and that's just youtube.com slash Travis Ritchie. And that's all my sketch comedy there. And um, my, my Inspector Chronicles web series, uh, my very first web series, which was called Robot Ninja and Gay Guy, which is a roommate sitcom about three roommates living together. And um, it's wonderful and deserves a reboot. Oh, so. awesome. Awesome. I'm going to have to definitely check that out. You have been so fantastic to have on this program. Thank oh, you for being thanks, here ladies. You've been wonderful, too. I appreciate you having me. Yeah. So thank you to my co-host, Tier, who um, yeah. <laughs> just ran over my other co-host, DR, through the entire thing. And <laughs> I have been your host, Erica Lance. Our, oh, do you guys want to do this? Who are our sponsors today? Oh my gosh. So Travis, I just had this really amazing drink. It was yeah. by Skunk Brothers Spirits. And Skunk Brothers Spirits. I know Skunk them. Skunk Brothers Spirits. I know. And I just, these amazing I just ordered deals. from them. Did yeah. you? Did you have like a promo I did. code? I didn't. Do you guys have a promo code? Oh my gosh. DWA10. Next time you place your order, 10%. DWA, off. like drinking with authors? 10? Yes. Yes. Is that like 10% off or something? 10% off your whole order, entire order, whatever Shut you want. Shut the front door. I know. That sounds amazing. All right. Well, my next order, uh, I'll have to create a new account and use uh, with Skunk Brothers Spirits and use the yes. promo code DWA10 on that. And I'll do that. Thanks. I swear to God, if he calls me and is like, what happened with that last episode? Everything spiked. I'm going to be like, don't listen to it. It's amazing. It's taken over by Travis and CR. That's what happened. Acting. Acting. Okay. You have been so wonderful. Acting. That is also, by the way, a uh, John Lovitz character. Remember? The Master Thespian? With the (laughs) Master Thespian. Oh my God. I miss those 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 were the days. That was that was the other podcast, wasn't it? We were talking about. Yes, it's fine. (laughs) They will be playing. That's all right. Hey, it, this good. is this is our whole Travis Ritchie uh, DWA uh, cinematic universe of podcasts. Yes, See, I love and then it. When Inspector Space Time comes out, you'll have to be on again, and we're just going to create a serial. That's what's going to happen. An episode serial. It. I love it. Okay, this has been Drinking with Authors, which are with our Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy floppy disk game. Where's mine? I ha- I think it's literally up there. Give me a second. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I want to okay. find it. Let's do this. Uh, wait, wait. I have because I only kept books that I had um, that I had autographs for. I think this is it. This is exciting. I love this. Of course, yeah, this is so heavy because it's all this, books. This game, I'm not gonna lie. Somebody gave it to me after i had a no longer had a five and a half inch floppy drive i had you know they were the 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 little ones they gave it to me that's been like the floppy disk went out i think you can actually get a converter to adapt into your computer 
for like seven dollars. I might have to oh, because no. I never actually got to play this game. There you is know a- what? Um, I didn't find those, but I found I found my slide whistle. <laughs> And my oh kazoo. My that's it. That's it. That's the end. We nailed it. Perfect. It even has a picture of what the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was supposed to look like. That's amazing. Actual it size says, too. Actual size. I love Wait, it. Wait, I want to okay, unpack this because speaking of screenplays. Okay. I have I, I, I have uh, several screenplays. I don't even remember what they are. Okay, cool. Uh, we got show and tell right, at the uh, end of our episode. A very long engagement signed by okay. this is a book, not a screenplay. So okay, that's okay. Uh Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou, signed by uh looks like um Wes Anderson oh. and Noah Bombach. That's pretty cool. Ooh. Noah Bombach's done some big stuff. <gasps> the Incredibles signed by Brad Bird. Holy cow, look at that. Wow. That's pretty neat. That's that's oof, that's probably worth something. Um, Pieces of April. I don't know, never heard of that. Um, De Lovely, signed by Jay Cox. I never heard of that. Vanity Fair. I never heard of that either. Signed by Reese Witherspoon, though. Yeah, that's I remember cool. that movie. Yep. I couldn't oh. find one of my other boxes has my uh, signed copy of Mostly Harmless, which is what I was rushing for. Well, see, um, that's okay. Yeah, we'll figure it out next time. On the podcast. You'll have to get it. Next time. We'll all have to wear dope all right, guys. shirts and we'll make it a theme. That's what yes. will happen. Well, thanks. Uh, absolutely. Okay. We yeah, I am wearing my inspector now. shirt. Yeah, I love which it. Is only available. I made this one. This is the only one I made. All the rest of my inspector shirts that I wear were made by the internet. Glad you including one with my face on it on our podcast okay we have to stop the podcast now you guys are amazing we okay. love you we'll see you next time bye